What up? Another week. Yo, we're continuing with the Hall of Fame series. We gave you the mixtapes. Now we're going to give you the albums. What five albums make the first ballot Hall of Fame? You know how we do it on On Deck TV, man. Also, mashup coming to you real soon. That's what all the people from the network sent us over your questions. We're going to do a mailbag episode. That should be real entertaining. Y'all get to know your favorite co-host over here at On Deck TV, FSP. And Fresh for Dummies. Everybody at Realville is going to be involved, so check us out. Absolutely, man. Get your fix, man. RealvilleMedia.com. Check out FSP. That's the Full Sport Press Podcast with Jay Hove. And this week, we've got How Weezy riding shotgun and talking college football. All right, going way over my head. I don't know shit about that. But check it out. Very entertaining episode. Also, check out the ladies' room, man. They're defending female entrepreneurs, creeping up on their 50th episode. And don't forget Fresh for Dummies Podcast with me and my homie, Jay Hove. We'll have a new one up this week. You know how we get down first and 15th of each month. All right. And also, don't forget, man, check out me and Spike Lou grading the hustle on IGTV at On Deck TV Podcast is the IG. And I hope you've been watching the TI Grand Hustle show. Very entertaining, good shit. Kind of like Apprentice, but for us, get it? Um, so check that out. Grading the hustle, man. A lot of things going on, realvillemedia.com. But in the meantime, in between time, let's get to this rap shit. business is another week in the books it's the on deck tv podcast i am spike lou man holla at your boy animal brown animal underscore brown if you're looking for me on all things social media you're being an aka's this week no 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 i'm putting it oh, to sleep man. this week I'm putting I'll be it back to sleep with a brand new new next you week ran out believe that was. you ain't had no energy to do it you ain't been eating no meat that's what it is <laughs> man that's what, what you have is. on deck man for the weekend I finally moved around a little bit this weekend. I went to a Friday, Friday Night Lights, got my Friday football high school on. Mm. Ran into Big Boy. His son was playing for Woodward Academy. Cross Patton is his name. Outcast Big Boy. Outcast Big Boy, yeah. So he was there. I got to sit next to Rico Wade and chop it up with him. Legendary. Uh, oh, that's what's up. Dungeon what is family. It, Dungeon Family producers. But we just talked football. So it was pretty cool. And then Sunday, I mean, excuse me, Saturday. Okay. I went to the Beyonce show. So you're part of the Beehive now. I am not. Okay. I am thoroughly impressed because I had no idea <laughs> that 60,000 people like worship was going to be worshiping Beyonce. I thought it was going to be like something I've seen before. I've never seen anything like this. I see why they call her Queen Bee. Oh, that's an experience. I, dude, I wonder when she was like first starting out, did she ever know that she would get to this point? Dog, people were like damn near fainting. I believe it. That shit is crazy. Off old material. I ne- I've never seen anything like that. That's off old material, too. And that's old, yeah. yeah. Like, people were going crazy. And let's get this all the way understood. That is a Beyonce concert. It is not on the run. Jay-Z is the hype man. <laughs> Shout out. To- Jay-Z is definitely the hype man. Don't do Hove any kind of way. I ain't way. doing him any kind of way because he's definitely like, he, he just there to make sure to be all right. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Was that you that ran on stage? Negative. <laughs> seen that nigga, though. I don't know what he was thinking. <laughs> No he got slick far though. What you do if you Jay in that situation? They said he fired on Jay. No, no, he didn't. I swear, he dead did. serious. No, he did not. I, sw- I the swear. The security got the security. I mean, excuse no. me, the security, the dancers. They got they, to him late. 
They said he got he walked right there where Jay was. They said he fired on Jay. I'm dead. <laughs> like no lie. They said people confirmed that to TMZ that wow. he fired on Jay before everybody got there. Ah oh, man. I got to find him if I'm Jay Z. I ain't even gonna play with you. And he got out with a Mr. Me. I mean, he got out of, uh, he didn't get locked up or nothing. Yeah, don't even let him go to jail if I'm Jay Z. Just <laughs> let him be somewhere I can find him. Nigga, jump on my stage and hit me in front of 60,000 people. Hell no. <laughs> nah, but that show was dope, though. Yeah, um, man. It was, I, I went best to the, uh, part of it. Yeah, you went to the one in what? Paris. Best part of it is the story of OJ. And how awkward it gets because it's mostly Beyonce fans in there, right? For the most part, so you're talking yeah. about families, dad. I seen a, a kids. I seen a forty year old man get so hyped to niggas in Paris. It was ridiculous. <laughs> that was the only song that he knew because he wasn't a Beyonce fan. He looked like one of the like stockbroker types. You know what I'm gotcha. saying? To try to act cool and shit. Hey, bro, what's up? Yeah, man, he went crazy. I believe it for niggas in Paris. Who did Khaled bring out? Uh, I got there late. So he brought out the Duval on Sunday. I seen that. But when I went on Saturday, I only seen Jay-Z and Beyonce. Uh, you blew it, dude. He brought out a gang of motherfuckers. Not on Saturday. On Sunday, he did. Oh, really? Yeah. I think yeah, they, shook the Saturday, they shook the Saturday crowd. That's why I was only there for B&J. Um, like yeah, it, it though. What you have up this weekend? No, not shit. I went to the Ville. Um, shout out to everybody I got to kick it with in Nashville over the weekend. Mm. Um, and trying to put some shit together. Mm. Interesting. Yeah, you guys will see that a little bit later on in life. Oh, oh! Shout out to the homie Chris Platt over there at uh, Platty. Platty. I always mess it up. Yep. I got to do the uh, review episode of Mac Miller's album with him, so y'all be looking for that on his podcast, uh, Sports and Rap. Strictly hip hop. Hip hop. Strictly basketball. Exactly. I was just doing that oop for you. Absolutely. One hundred percent. So I got to do that. First time I've ever listened to a Mac Miller album. What, what did you give it? Do you remember? Yeah, it was 7 out of 10. I gave it 7 out of 10. Really? But that being because my expectations were so low. Like, I I, I, I thought Mac Miller was one of those lyrical, miracle white boys that just tried no. to impress you because he rapped. He yeah. set a whole little tone and a mood with his album. It's cool. Yeah, I can't so that's why it. I gave it 7 out of that. I don't like the mood of the album that he set. Mm. And, or, and that may have just been the mood that I was in when I tried to listen Probably to it. Probably so. Because you like Drake. You got to like this album. Yeah. <laughs> doing a lot of Drake shit out here. Fuck out of here. It's not as good, but it's a cool album. Um, I wasn't man. expecting that. Yeah, nah, I'm good. You ready to get to it? Yeah, man. First and foremost, though, rest in peace, DJ Ready Red. Yeah, man. Rest in peace to him. Ghetto Boys, legendary DJ. So rest in peace to him. We lost him earlier this week, man. We want to send our condolences from here at On Deck TV. Absolutely, man. Um, now let's get to this music shit. Very interesting episode, guys. We're taking it to the Hall of Fame again. Listen, instead of doing mixtapes, we're doing five albums. Okay, it's going to get ugly in here. It's going to be big. It's going to be serious. Comments should be off the meat rack this week. So it, it should be a good little competition for the next week's On Deck of the Week. That's a fact. But before we get to that, let's get to this news. Um, Little Wayne and Birdman. Oh, got to start here. Yeah, it's your mans. Both of them is your mans. Uh, Little Wayne's one-day festival, Louisiana, went down over the weekend. Mm-hmm. And as usual, special guests came out. We had NBA Youngboy, Tory Lanez, Nicki Minaj, and oh, yeah. Birdman came out to support While on stage Birdman took to the mic To formally apologize to Wayne In front of the world Does the apology come off as sincere Or as a publicity stunt Publicity stunt I think that Baby was feeling the backlash From the story that we reported When he signed that kid out of Florida Right Yep all the comments was like, you never get your money. You never do this. You never do that. And that's the overwhelming narrative with Baby nowadays. You're not going to get your money. He's hired a new PR team. 
This is me just guessing now. Okay. He's hired a new PR team, and they told him, hey, you have to smooth this over with Wayne and the generation of fans and people that are looking at you like a scam artist. Yeah. So you got to get up on this stage, and you got to apologize to Wayne. Wayne wasn't that invested in this apology. He was doing the go DJ shit. Birdman, <laughs> not his DJ. <laughs> and and even prior to foremost, August 19th story was reported by several websites, none, not CNN or anything. Gotcha. But it was reported that Birdman countersued Wayne on that $10 million lawsuit that he had won. Of course he did. And the countersuit states that Cortez, Wayne's manager, yep. and Wayne were funneling money that should have been paid to Drake and keeping it under a shell company. So in order for Birdman to be really apologetic, I feel like he would have just gave Wayne them $10 million and let him work on a quarter five as opposed to putting on a show at Louisiana Fest saying he's sorry. Um, it was clearly a show. It was clearly a publicity stunt. Now, now that you point that out, I didn't think of it was a publicity stunt for not only Birdman, but for Cash Money Records and future young artists who he may want to scoop up. 100%. Makes him look a little bit better in the light because for the last couple of years, we've been looking at Birdman sideways. Um, I, I want to know what the rap game thinks. I didn't see a lot of talk about this from Fellow artists Because people have seen this Already four times And live Oh yeah You know what I'm saying Like they see them Hugging and shit Like I think that it's gotten To the point where People are numb to it Like are you gonna Release the Carter 5 Or what Like I don't really think That anyone's Perturbed by their Relationship at this point Where is Who is Wayne Signed to Right this second Universal Directly I think so That's me just Shooting shots in the dark But I'm thinking That he signed With Universal What Right. First of all, and the countersuit just to clear this up a little bit, Cortez Bryant sued Cash Money Records and Universal. Excuse me, he Birdman sued Cortez, saying that they held out royalties from Drake's music catalog. So whatever that Drake put out and was getting paid for, where every time the radio spin or yep. whatever it may be, those checks were going straight to Lil Wayne and Cortez's funnel company allegedly. Yeah, but Birdman, you was getting all of the streams from nigga, fu- and funneling the royalties money for from 30 years. You've been funneling money for 30 years. He know Wayne did it because he taught him how to do it. That's what I'm saying. He learned from the master. So, like, bro. Cortez. I wish, I wish this, w- I could say that this was sincere. But, bro, even like what he was saying didn't even make sense. But it, like, yeah. bro, he just rambling. And you know what? It's getting to the dangerous point where we had to debate really don't even putting this as a topic and it's getting to a point where Birdman would not even when you do something people say they like it or they don't like it they just don't respond at all that's that's where they getting to now that's when you're done yeah and that's where they they're getting to that point with this oh Birdman and Wayne hugged okay cool next you know what I'm saying like until the quarter five come out until y'all put the business out of the way and get to the music now you don't think nobody cares anymore and what in the hell did Lil Wayne have on oh man I think he just got the fuck paint. was that? He had the painter overalls on yeah, the white overalls. That's what I'm saying. Like the Dicky painter overalls with the longest do rag, the longest fucking like soldier rag I've ever seen. Yeah. Like stop. Do somebody bro. dress Lil Wayne or does he do that to himself? What he, can, he, he can't have somebody. He can't have a stylist. Yeah, he might. Who's the stylist? Ray Charles. <laughs> he can't have a. St- you can't pay somebody to look like that. Oh, it's yeah, impossible. That's crazy. Um. Yeah. No one's biting, and like you just said, when listen, when no one cares, 
when no when no one's talking oh. about whatever it is controversial that you said, your new project, you making up with your son, when no one's talking about it, that's when you need to be worried, people. Yep. Because that's when the ride is coming to an end. Um, Next up, man, Young Thug. <clears throat> that's your man's. Slime. He bailed out his folks, man. He was arrested on weapons charges after his album release party the other day. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wasn't the only one apprehended. Five other members of his crew were arrested. But they didn't stay locked up for long because Thug dropped damn near 200000 to bail him and his homies out. He is also fitting the bill for their lawyers, which is looking at about 7000 apiece right now. My question is, is having a crew still worth it nowadays? Yeah, when you're somebody like Young Thug and you, you don't see him do a lot of interviews, he ain't very social. So I don't know how he got locked up with the gun charges, but those people are supposed to be there so he doesn't go to jail. <laughs> and that value was not leave as long as people like to smoke weed and carry guns on tour. Like somebody got to do that stuff. And this is just part of the protocol. Now, until... I mean, or unless you get started traveling by yourself and you changing up your music, I don't think that it's going to be worth what happened to Triple X, right? Mm, like, yeah, you rolling out by itself. Yeah. You think that you got this connection with your fans and you think that you have this connection with people and people won't fuck you over, and that's just not true. And I think the Young Thug, I mean, he's smart. You got to take care of your people. Jeezy did this when he got locked up in Miami with the strip club incident. And I thought that was in L.A. too. Oh, that was in L.A.? I thought that I was on the West been. Coast. I'm not sure. I thought that was in Miami. But regardless, when Jeezy got locked up and he got, he made sure that he stayed in jail to everybody that he knew that got locked up with him was out. Yeah. And I think that it's worth it. It's worth it so you don't, one, end up dead, or two, end up in jail for some shit that could have been avoided. That's what people are, that's what those bodies are for. I say it's, okay, let's let's say if I was famous. Okay. If I was Young Thug level of famous. But but are you Young Thug no, or are you J. Cole? I'm Animal Brown. Okay, you're, you're Animal Brown. So you don't need an entourage. I mean, but even <laughs> if I, J. Cole riding five deep with the AK-47s? But that's the thing, though. Like, you... you you got someone like J. Cole who puts a vibe or a consciousness out there like I'm I'm probably gonna believe that a, a fan would jump up and protect J. Cole from another fan <laughs> that was going crazy. That's like that's how the J. Cole stands up, you know what I'm saying? So J. Cole probably one of the only big rappers too that probably could roll like Kendrick can't do that? Mm-hmm. What like what would nah, realistically Kendrick, what would realistically happen if Kendrick, Kendrick got, stepped out in public and just went to McDonald's? Like what would realistically somebody run up and rob well, him? No, like not come on, public. Bro. This was an after party though. Okay, like, imagine Kendrick pulling up at, at Onyx gotcha. right now. No security, just him. Just him. What would happen? He's gonna get mobbed, and he's gonna be some niggas out there that's hungry. Uh, I see what you're you saying. know what I'm saying. Like some you, people you looking at it. Fuck yeah, if you robbing Kendrick Lamar. Yeah, me and you looking at it like, okay, that's Kendrick Lamar. We like, we ain't hurting. Right, man, that's true. You know what I'm saying? So it is probably some people out there. I'm just out because my homeboy got me out. Oh, that's Kendrick Lamar? <laughs> I ain't by himself? Oh, that chain worth about 60? He ain't going to never see me again, and he ain't going to miss this? Nah, he got to go. He got to go. Well, why are you hungry at Onyx? I'm hot at you. Just looking for looking for your meal. <laughs> he looking for the meal. Oh, that nigga was throwing 10 racks? Oh, he got to have 20 more with the courier. If if I'm Animal Brown, Young Thug level of fame, not saying I'm putting out Young Thug content, right? but if I'm Young Thug level of fame, my circle is dumb small. I agree with you. I'm with publicist? Yeah. Assistants? Like with, with, <laughs> what me and you do, like I, I'm, ruling, I'm rolling like Charlemagne. I got my assistant and I got a wax. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like I'm taking applications for my wax right now. Cause just in case somebody don't like what we say on here, you deal with wax. <laughs> then I'm strapped and you can almost shoot you if you beat up wax. <laughs> so like it's just what it is, what it is. Like you right, me and you, we I think we could get away with that, but if you young thug, you slime season or you 21 Savage, you little baby. Like, people gonna want to, and Lil Boosie said this a long time ago, people gonna want to put that notch in their belt by saying, oh, I, I, I knocked off this rapper who they, everybody thought was hard. Did you see uh, Big U on Breakfast Club? What did he say? He said, Lil Baby was super good in Cali because that. of his connections. I believe. Because that. of his, uh, what's the shit? What's Nipsey with? The 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 Crips his set rolling six rolling sixties don't know what set he is. That's he said he's super good because of little that. baby. Yes, I could believe that. You know, Big U knows everything. I, I trust Big U, a million uh, percent. But but real nigga moved by Young Thug to bail out his people though. Let me Tough. go ahead and put that out there though. Re- very respectable move. If I'm getting out, everybody getting out. Y'all lawyer fees paid for. That's somebody understanding why he's why so and so was holding the goddamn AK and the fucking straps and the whip. That's fine. Just don't have them doing all that, and then when shit hit the fan, you disappear. That'd right. have been some clown shit. Rolling Sixes is the name of Nipsey's spot. There I you mean, go. Nipsey yeah. So that's that's why he said he's super good because of that in Cali. And little baby, he got he got the 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 whole world in his hand right now. Yeah, does he? Yeah, I'm telling you. Okay. I'm telling you. You say so. <laughs> um, moving on. Let's take it up top, New York. All right. Uh, football season's around the corner, obviously. Yeah. Uh, if you're a Jets fan, which I doubt it because who's a Jets fan, uh, you'll notice something different at home games this season. The Jets have linked up with Def Jam. What? Yes, the record Def label. Def Jam records? Yeah, absolutely. Um, to enhance their in-game experience by linking up with prominent Def Jam artists. Um, so they'll have videos with Jada Kiss and whoever the hell plays for the Jets. They'll also have original music playing during the games. My question is, is this a smart move for Def Jam to link up with the NFL during this climate? This is a smart move for the Jets. Somebody in the Jets media place is paying attention. They know what's going on just from the sense of all the controversies surrounding the NFL, like you just said. The Jets are smart in reaching out to Def Jam to try and figure out how they can appeal to the younger crowd, especially doing this anthem shit. Yep. Def Jam is smart by showing that, hey, this is going to be dope. We're going to put content out here that's not going to offend you. It's going to be fun. You're going to see your favorite players getting hyped to it, and you're going to forget all about this anthem shit. So I think it works on both parts. I think it was a big deal for Def Jam more so to get into that other space because – I mean, you got you putting two chains, you putting Jada Kiss. That's a lot of that's a roster on yeah. Def Jam still. Yeah, it is. Yeah, not they, got, they got heat over there. Yeah, for sure. And and I just think it works out because of the climate now. Like you got Jerry Jones for the Cowboys coming out saying everybody should kneel. Yeah, you got all of these different. No, you mean everybody shouldn't should kneel? Yeah. Then you got your boy from the Texans and all of this different yeah. stuff going on where they just seems like. Owners are out of touch. So for Woody, whatever the dude name, it's the owner of the Jets. For him to like say, okay, let's do this partnership and let's approve off on. I'm sure it wasn't his decision, but that's dope. It it kind of shows that you have your eyes open and you're at least trying. And that's more than most of the other teams in the NFL are doing. Yeah, now nah, I would agree. And if you for those paying attention to this um, kneeling debacle going on in the NFL. The Jets owner or the, the GM or whoever was, he said, hey, we paying for fines if anybody kneel and get fined. Yep. Like he said that early on. So it's clear that they're a little more in touch 
with their player base, their fan base. So the idea is dope. The original in-game music is dope. Um, I think, you know, the original videos, the videos with their artists interacting with the players, that's cool if I'm a Jets fan, especially if I'm a hip-hop fan. So the Jets anthem. That's, the, the Jets anthem need to be dope. It proves, like, it proves once again, hip-hop is the number one music genre and culture in the country. And plus, I feel like that opens up doors for us, right. other artists, other people in the genre. Like, it, it, I, I feel I see nothing but good as long as it's genuine and not corny. That's a fact. I don't know corny shit. Woody Johnson, that's the just owner. Okay, there you go. Yeah, so. I don't see anything corny coming from this as long as it's authentic and genuine, and I don't see how New York could fuck that up. This will be cool. The Jets will stink, but at least they'll have cool music going on during the games. That is a fact. <laughs> Jets might not be that bad, though. The Jets will stink. <laughs> They'll be one of the worst teams in the league this I try year. To save them. Easy. You know, do Todd Bowles like it? Yes. Shout out for Todd Bowles. Shout out to Todd Bowles. He'll be out of there by the end of the year. <laughs> um, man, last before we get to this music break, Common. Rapper Common. Um, rapper man, for now. <laughs> rapper for now. He's making moves in Hollywood, man. Just signed a big boy deal with Lionsgate to create and produce new projects for the company. Uh, he's got a new show, Saturday Night Knife and Gun Club, where he plays an ER doctor at the at an inner city hospital. Of course he does. Okay. Um, That's my a question. Terrible name for that show, by the way. <laughs> that, that name is some slaw. Terrible name. Um, it's Common, the next hip hop Hollywood leading man. All right. So he's already got the basketball movie where he was a 5'3 center. Just right. Just right with Queen Latifah. That movie was just some look cool. It was just some look cool. Um I'm I'm on the I'm on the bandwagon for common being the next generation's LL Cool J. Oh my god. Tough. I think that Common is the least threatening <laughs> rapper that you probably could have out there. And there ain't no disrespect to Common, because Common will go up. Common to go up on you, but I just think that he's run up on common. Yeah, with run that up bullshit. on common if you want to. But I think that he's like the least threatening to the 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 mass the, the masses. Is he a good actor? He working on it. <laughs> he working on it. You know what I'm saying? He working on it. Yeah, it's a work in progress. Yeah. First of all, that's a big look for Common getting behind the scenes on the Hollywood shit. That's always dope because mm-hmm. now you get to control the narrative and the, the content that you put out and how we look. So that, I, I'm fucking with that. The name of that project we just said, Saturday Night Knife and Gun Club, is terrible. But I'm interested to see like an ER doctor in an inner city neighborhood. That that's some storylines that could come yeah. with that. Yeah. I don't know if I believe Common as a doctor. I saw the picture. He got like the porn star mustache. Look kind of crazy. <laughs> it's it's in the 70s. Oh, it's in the 70s. Yeah, late 70s. I ain't mad at that. So I don't know. But I, I, who are some other candidates, though? Ludacris. <sighs> Man, you know what? Ludacris. I, Crash came on TV. Okay. He was a bad actor in Crash. And I, he was? Yes. What the fuck? Are you serious? Yes. Fuck out of here! You just hate Ludacris, dude, for no reason. That Crash was the shit, and it holds up. Crash dude. was a really good movie. That movie was good as hell. Ooh, when last time you really like? Good. When last time you watched it? Don't, do you remember like all the twists and the connections and shit? The last time that I watched Crash, I cut it off when wow. the police dude went to the car with the black gal. That was hard. It oh, we talking about what he felt? Yeah, felt right, that was yeah, crazy. That was some slaw. It was a good scene, yeah. well, very well written because I felt it. Yeah, that was well, cool. Yeah, that, I, I was like, I ain't watching this. Get myself mad and worked up. But you're right, Crash is a good move. I don't know if Ludacris was a great actor. Ludacris did his was thing. Was that Lorenz Tate in there? Yes, he was. She that was, was his homeboy, and that was that was Don Cheadle's little brother that he his mama had been looking for. Spoiler alert! Man, that movie <laughs> fifteen years old. 
That was his little brother. Like the connect the screenwriting yeah, in that. Then the cop saved the woman at the end or something. Cold. He? Yeah, that was good. That shit was cold. But anyway, yeah. Ludacris is a good candidate. I don't see Common being like, because when you think of the hip hop goats and acting, I'm thinking like LL. LL. Even though he ain't really got no go to move. Oh, any given Sunday. My bad. Will Smith. Most Ice Def. Cube. Most you don't just do most Def like most that? Most Def. Oh, okay. Are you adding Kendrick to that? No. <laughs> Queen Latifah. Let's not do Queen Latifah. Queen Latifah. Latifah put some respect on Queen Latifah's name. Yeah. Common is good. I'd rather see him on TV than yeah. listen to a new album. That is a fact. I don't need to hear new Common music. Yeah. Uh, he's done his thing. Jeez. Third ballot Chicago Hall of Famer for sure. Third ballot. Now that's disrespect. Second that's ballot rough. Chicago Hip Hop Hall of Fame for he got sure. A classic album. He does. That's a fact. Yeah. But uh, this is a good look for him. This will open up some doors. He'll hire some people that look like him. My man come from his struggle. My man T.I. will probably be the leader of this category. Ooh. T.I. is going to lead. Like, I've seen him working on some 70s movie, too. Mm, he might be a part of this uh, shit. He may be. I could see T.I., especially with plug for our show, Grady the Hustle. But <laughs> T.I. is bodying that grand hustle show. He's killing it. Like, I can't think of a rapper that would have did a better job at this. He's killing it. Man. So, I, I'm going to give my vote to T.I. and then comment. Um, how did he link up with Lionsgate? People may be wondering. He's already done two movies with that company. He did John Wick Bad and Now movies. You See Me Now. Um, excuse me. Now You See Me. So, he already kind of had some plugs over there at Lionsgate. He was in John Wick. Yeah, tough. Shit, I ain't know that. I ain't never seen John Wick. Bro. John Wick hard. I heard two was real hard. I believe it. It's like it's like Equalizer. It's like that type of. You know what I'm saying? Just like no, he's savage just without Denzel. Yeah, it's with Keanu Reeves instead of Denzel. But they killed his dog or something. Anyone crazy? Yeah, they, they 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 tried to kill him or his family or somebody. They killed his dog, oh, just kind of like on some disrespectful shit. Pissed him off. And he was a savage with them strap. Like John Wick hard. I have to check it out uh, if it's on Netflix. Would you listen to a seven track Kanye produced comic? Yeah, I do that. I do that because Common, Common can rap for sure. You know what I'm saying? He can rap, and I think that he has good ideas. I never forget this. Like that, that video with the the blind chick. Man, that was probably one of the. Oh, small, that was cold. The, but the the the, the that, no, that was cold. Was, yeah. That video was what well, she had the signs. The CD, the project was some slaw. That yeah. project was one of the worst projects I've ever heard. I don't even know how that video was good because I remember it. Yeah, that video was hard. Yeah, when she had the signs and the but she, the Kanye yeah. produced B is fact. fire. That's a fact. And the song about the courtroom, fire. Testify. <laughs> so if he, I take the seven track comment at maximum. I take that. Um. All right, man. Music break. What we got? Who is Neek Bucks? Neek Bucks. Who is that? Straight out of New York. He's doing a remake to Jay Z's. Streets is watching. Mm. Yeah, Streets is watching. So here's some mu- music from Neek Buck, not to be confused with the Young Guns. Neef Buck. This is N E E K K. All right, Neek Bucks. Yeah, let's see. see we're, gonna see, we're gonna see what you're hitting on, man. It's called Still Cry. Yeah. I can't put mine to the side one day. My pride gon' give me hurt. Drinking, leaning, taking perks, hoping these drugs gon' make it work. Shit, I done fell out with niggas. The old bucks would've made it work. Run some devious niggas. This God gift came with a curse. And lately I've been jigging and watching out for the plane cops. Sucker proof, trying to stay water free through the raindrops. Niggas want the block, still fucking around with them same thoughts. Turned the hood to a cane spot, caught my case on that same block. Wanna lose yours versus mine? I'm with the gang, I picked the side. If I get booked, I never talk. I got some bros that testified, and I still cry about it. Okay, Neek Bucks. Yeah, some of that music. I ain't mad at that. Any weather right around the corner, y'all get ready for him. 
That was hoodie season music right there. 100%. I'm always a fan of hoodie music. Man, uh, that's a tall order. Unless it's Wu Tang. <laughs> um, that's a tall order, though, redoing that Streets is watching. When's the last time you seen that? It's been a while. At least 10 years. It's been at least 15 for me. Yeah, you got to get Dame in that. But I think, from what I recall, it was tough. The concept was hard, though. Yeah. Because he was rapping. And not talk. It's probably some slaw now that I'm sitting here about trying to. It was like, it. Uh, oh, what's that movie that Beyonce did on MTV? The hip hopper, Carmen. Carmen. Yeah, yeah. It was that? That's Carmen not a, before Carmen. <laughs> I don't want to see that then. Yeah. At true. all. Yeah, um. True. But shout out to Nick Buck, man. Nick Bucks. Yeah, that was pretty dope. Y'all check that out. Hall of Fame episode time, people. Last week we did five mixtapes that were going to make it into the Hall of Fame first ballot. Mm-hmm. This week. It's hip hop albums, dude. Whole Granddaddy lot of, love of them for Cushion OJ. Off of last week? Yeah. Cushion OJ is a classic. It is. No doubt. It ain't Hall of Fame. It's not first ballot Hall of Fame classic. Yeah. It's a fire ass mixtape, though. That is true. Um, so again, we're picking five albums mm-hmm. in our fictional hip hop Hall of Fame, which we will make come true one day. Yep. Them hallways are getting built. We yeah, the, man. We're getting them we built the right mixtape now. Hallway. We got the we'll do rappers. We did. We did rappers, mixtapes, now we got albums. Yeah, man. Where would it be built if there was a hip-hop Hall of Fame? Everybody from New York saying New York right now. Uh, in unison, they did yeah, it. Yeah. It's, I, I, I can respect that, though. That's fine. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Nah, that makes sense. Don't do that. that I'm going to put sense. it in Atlanta. <laughs> Fuck it. One, so I ain't got to travel that far to go. And two, <laughs> it's just more pleasant to be in Atlanta than it is New York. <laughs> Yeah, Either way man We're gonna get this shit built one day You heard it here first yeah. um, But let's get straight to it We got five albums We had to come together on this It was rough It's rough right um, now We've of- got a couple That's another thing Before we do this Are there Don't say honorable mentions mm-hmm. Because if we say honorable mentions That's gonna completely give up A second ballot episode That is true What is an album That's amazing That's a classic that you consider a classic, mm-hmm. but that may not be Hall of Fame classic yet. You're gonna hate this. Don't please don't say Boosie. I'm so, I'm leaving right now if you say Boosie. Well, he has one, but okay. actually not. Two Pimp, oh a butterfly. I stand by. That will be a masterpiece in ten years, and looked at as a piece of art. Shout out to my boy Chris Platty. We got a little bit of To Pimp a Butterfly talk in on our Mac Miller review. Mm-hmm. Always here to talk to Pimp a Butterfly with people that consumed it mm. as it should have been. So I'm going to go to Pimp a Butterfly. Oh, <laughs> to that. You're the biggest To Pimp a Butterfly hater and riding dirty. Mm, okay, uh, fair enough. That's regional. So. Um, I go... Bone East 1999 I go that I played the tape till it exploded did you write down the lyrics? I printed them out off the internet for sure. You did not. Print I swear. Bone lyrics. I, you, shout you out. Did not. Shout out to my guy Brandon, aka Tim Duncan. We uh, used to print off them lyrics and try our best to rap them. Was bone the only albums. two niggas with the internet in Nashville in that low. Was it ninety eight? No, I mean obviously we got the internet a little bit later, and we try <laughs> at that point when we finally got oh, it. Oh, okay. Nah, nah. See, I went to school with a nigga 
who used to take the tape it off the top ninety nine, ninety two Q. Listen to it, rewind it, and write out all the lyrics and come back to school and rap them. That's real. Shout out Kenny Reeves, man. That's dedication right there. Yeah, he was the biggest Bone fan ever. So I'd say East 99 or Ghetto Dope. I think that's a classic mm. album as well. Okay. Um, but I'm supremely biased to P and No Limit. True. Um, now let's get to these cultural classics again. You. Like I said before on the last episode, we like to use the scale that my guy Mike Jones put out there in the universe. He said there's three levels to this classic shit. There's cl- cultural classics that are recognized culture-wide. Then there's regional classics. You know, there's a southern classic, west coast classic, midwest, east coast, you get it. But maybe not recognized all around the globe. Then there's personal favorite classics. Mm-hmm. These five albums that we're about to put into the hall are cultural classics. I don't give a fuck if you're in Idaho, mm-hmm. Seattle, mm-hmm. Florida, New York. It doesn't matter. These are classics wherever you you're at. to rap, this is a classic. Also, one thing to remember, our scales are B-D-A-D. Mm. Before Doggy Style, after Doggy Style. Correct. So these will be nominations from A-D. Absolutely. After Doggy Style. That's 93 and up. Yep. We, we started the show in 2013. That's why we go 93 and up. Right. Little known black history yeah, we fact. Cover what? What's it? Thirty years? Ooh, like that. damn! That's a long, long time. time coming. Um, dope running. First album, first inductee. <laughs> what do we got, dude? Head on us. First one, and we talked about this in the back rooms with the cigar smoke and the low lights. And I almost could have left this out. Shit! But then you had to remind me. Okay. All eyes on me. <laughs> Don't do not do Pac any kind of way. All fucking eyes on me. But the reason that I left this, I almost could have left this out, is because some people may think that you universally Machiavelli's a better album. Nah, I think that's personally. Hmm. Okay. I, I personally will listen to Machiavelli you like that before. before. All eyes on me. Honestly, but all eyes on me. Just the and you'll hear this a lot as we induct these five albums. But impact. Is a major role. What did that album change? What happened after that album came out? And the whole double disc thing. Mm-hmm. Everybody still uses "All Eyes on Me" to this day as a, as a phrase. Yeah, as a phrase. Yeah, like that album. I remember the first time I heard it. I remember "Ambitions as a Rider" coming on. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> The fuck? You know what I'm saying? The, the, the whole thing is iconic from the CD, the big, thick CD that didn't look like anything else. The yep. eye on the CD that looked like Pac Eyes or was Pac Eyes or whatever. So that's the, to me, especially of our generation of AD, all eyes on me, man. Listen, if all eyes on me. Song, only God could judge me. That, you said what? If I had to name a song, only God can judge me. That's my sleeper song on that album. Woo. Love that fucking song. That's a sleeper song on the album, Fresh Out of Jail. Death Row Deal, Pac has something to prove. I'm going to listen to that on the way home. He's got the numbers to prove it. It's went diamond. Crazy numbers Mm. behind the album. No more pain on here. My adversaries cry like hoes, fully eradicate my foes. My lyrics explode on contact, came in you hoes. Who else but mama's only son? But the phony niggas, I'm the one. Say my name, watch bitches come. Now fire when ready, stay watching now, figure. Shit, trick on the homes, I ain't the one, bitch. Holler my name 
I'm you. I, I could go ambitious as a rider. We can go two of America's most wanted. Uh, we could go California Love. California Love. Uh, I ain't mad at you. Yeah. We can do all of those, but no more pain. Sleepers like that are so fire. If there was a knock, it'd be the features. It's the only thing. That it's the only knock. If there's a knock, or no, the, that's it. The leather <laughs> overall <laughs> vest thing on the album cover. Don't do the album cover any kind of way. That album cover has been parodied probably more than any other album cover. Yeah, it make people think that they could get away with wearing that. Shout out to Ti. <laughs> T.I. put that ensemble on too And he looked and crazy He looked son. crazy just like Pac looked crazy But the only reason people let people get away with it Because Pac did it on his album cover So like you said the features But the features was banging That was okay I could have done West more. Coast guys I could have used a little more Pac and less West Coast guys yeah, I'm going to be honest I'm on My nitpick with the album I'm going to go to cover and that, that, that ensemble that Pac had on Pac was a, he was a trailblazing As far as fashion wasn't he yeah, You could say that Picture me rolling though. Picture me rolling. Oh my god! Wonder why they call you bitch. Like, dude, that like these like I'd rather be your nigga. Like, bro, like even, first of all, even the song like phone number. Tough. Thank Which one you like? Disc one or disc two? Uh, That's rough. I'm a disc two guy. Well, actually, no. whoa, hold no. on, just one. Because disc two tails out at the end, kind of uh, closer closer to the end. You got that song. We gotta go. That's some slaw. We gotta go. That's some slaw. All of that with rapping forte. When she start getting yeah, rapping forte and all of this is a rap. But I, I won't take this one. But I'm, I'm straight through with this one. The only song I probably have to take off is phone number. But then you can listen to that if you really need to. Because Gail, Gail voice on that? Yeah, touch your oh body. That body that. You know who it is. Pac, all eyes on me. What's you, this one or this two? I like this one. This one. I do. I mean, first of all, I like both. Let me just get it. Let's be very clear. Life goes on. This is the oh, best double no. disc, arguably, ever. <laughs> Arguably, mm. but the hits on here. There was another double disc that we were close. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna say what, but we were close to putting it on here instead. But the impact of hits like California Love and stuff, like those are timeless yeah. smashes that the world knows. So we had to give it to Pac. Um, next up, next album. What you got? What's the second inductee into the Hall of Fame? There's only five people. People are gonna feel. Uh, they're gonna be a little surprised when I say this. What's that? I gotta go, Young Jeezy. Let's get it, Thug oh, Motivation One Hundred One. Motherfucking yeah! I gotta go, TM One Hundred One. Yeah. Oh five, Jeezy's debut album. Listen, people, this crafted the sound of trap music today, which is the n- number one genre of hip hop. Yeah. To this day in 2018, 13 years later, people it is because you, of this album. Yeah, people didn't know you could talk as much dope as Jeezy talking on this album. That's a fact. Like, and it was it wasn't just one of the things that Southern classic CDs have a thing with is we down here look at it and we like, oh, this shit's banging, it's a classic, but it don't ever really reach LA. It don't ever really reach New York. You talk to anybody. Now that's everywhere. From Detroit to New York, to L.A., that TM-101 was in every car. Niggas was word for word with that. It was amazing to see. And you know what, though? Not a lot of features. Not a lot of features. He had a lot of solo songs on here. That is a fact. Held his own. Jeezy has not really been known as just like the most lyrical, miracle, spiritual rapper. But his style, mixed with his unique ad-libs, changed the game at the time. And it just... 
bro, it was, it was super authentic, super believable. And on top of that, it was fucking banging. The production was ridiculous. If I had to go to a go-to song, I look no further than the intro, Thug Motivation 101. Look no further. That set the tone. Yeah. And that shit rolled all the way through. He had commercial bangers on here. He had street bangers on here. Like, look at Soul Survivor with Akon. Like, that's a commercial banger. Don't do, um, God, standing ovation any kind of way. That song, that, that, that shit hard. Standing ovation to get you hype right now to this day. That shit hard. That shit super hard. So, I... Bro, it's 19 tracks. Back when albums were 19 tracks, you can still listen to this today without missing a beat. That is a fact. You know, you won't miss a damn beat. That is a fact. And just to update, we want to give some numbers. The first one, Pac, it's so, get this. Okay. 566 first week. Really? 566 first week. Mm. It's going on to sell 10 million copies. It's 10 times platinum. That is a double CD, though. So yeah, it so. counts twice when you buy it once. Yep. Uh, Jeezy debuted on the Billboard 200 first week, 172,000. Oh, okay. That ain't bad. That was September 29, 2005. I can respect Certified that. Certified platinum. Nah, this shit was fire, man. I, I, I can't lie. I, I joke around a lot saying that you, you gas the fuck out of Jeezy no, shit, no, no, what no, you no, do. No, relax. You you do no no no. But this shit it, it, it's a classic. I'm I can't I, I I'm I'm just fucking around if I say it's not. Yeah, you, put, <laughs> you put that in and you go right back to 05. Easy. You're like oh shit my t-shirt down to my knees. <laughs> my dickies yeah, yeah, damn it I'm fresh as hell. Oh, shit let's go. What next one? Next one man. What's the third inducted? I am so proud oh, to shit. say this one. Okay. I was early on this bandwagon of Kung Fu Kenny. Oh my Before God. he was Kung Fu Kenny, I didn't. I wasn't on Section Eighty. I ain't gonna lie. I remember little Larry Carter was running around talking about uh, Section Eighty and this kid named Kendrick Lamar. Section Eighty is crazy, by the way. That is crazy. Yeah, I remember we had just moved down here or whatever it may be, and you were telling me about this album. You're like, well, I went through it and it was cool, and then you told me about the story. You got to listen to the skits. Because I said, yep. I listened to two or three songs, and I'm like, because ah, I'm skipping the skits. I'm going straight to the next song. For sure. And you're like, no, nah, no, nah, you got to listen to the skits. So I was on a road trip, and I listened to the skits all the way through. And I would never forget getting to the end of that album and being like, God damn, I feel like I just watched a movie. Absolutely. No one did that like to that extent People had concept albums Or concept songs Concept songs But yeah. Good Kid Mad City Took it to a whole nother level It was like I was watching A new Boys in the Hood Yeah And I think that This being dropped Made artists think a lot more about Hey how am I going to put my album together How is it going to sound How are people going to digest it Like all of those things After Good Kid Mad City And shit Before Good Kid Mad City I could have counted all the rappers that I knew on the West Coast on my two hands. Ten people. One probably. hand. Maybe one. <laughs> Post that. Now I got different genres. of. I got the gangster West Coast niggas. I got backpack guys. I yep. got the conscious rappers. Like, that album went, went so many directions and gave so many people lanes to rap in. 
I feel like the good kid, Mad City. I remember where I was at when I heard this. We had moved down here. We had been down here about a year, maybe two. I was I, I listened to this sitting at my desktop. Listen to it sitting right there. And by the time I didn't put the story completely together at first because it is out of order. But I know by the time I ended it, it was something about it. I was like, yo, no, it's, I was like, yo, it's fire. But I feel like there's more for me to learn about it. And I couldn't really put my finger on what it was. Mm-hmm. And then once you, once you sit through it again and you start reading some of the think pieces, some of the articles that were coming out, I read an article that put the story together. They put the skits in order mm-hmm. to tell the story. Once you do that and then you listen to it and in that context, bruh, it's like it's amazing. And this album made lyrics cool again. Facts. Twenty twelve rap was quiet. That is a fact. Like it like like bars were quiet. This made bars cool again. This made concept albums cool again. And people have been doing that ever since, even from YG to fucking J. Cole. Like that shit. F- for an A-list artist mm-hmm. with the big dog machine behind them, Interscope and Dr. Dre, to come out with a concept album for your first big platform project, that was you. He rolled the dice, and that shit worked, bro. It felt like I was watching Minister Society too. Facts. Like this album is incredible, and you have to listen to it straight through. It's hard to just pick songs yeah, you can't out. Just go to a song. It's hard. Yeah, but if I did have to go to one, it would be the one where he, the, the lady saying the prayer. <laughs> oh my god. Bruh, sing <laughs> about me. Man. I'm dying of thirst. That shit is fucking amazing. Thug on, tears. Indeed, on the extended version, the, the song about game. Black like Aaron follow. Oh my God. Numbers update on this one. Okay. First week, 242,000. Okay. It was anticipated for sure. Fact. And yeah. to date, we at 1.7 million. So big shout out to Kendrick. Absolutely, man. Damn. That's US, not the world. That album is crazy good. Facts. Um, okay. Next up, my turn. Who do you have? I'm going Jay Z. There's no way we're not having a Jay album on here. Let's stop the foolishness right now. Can't even do that. Two thousand one. So was there a debate of which? Reasonable doubt and blueprint. Yeah, that was the that was that was a toss up. Yeah. Flip a coin Quality wise You can flip a coin I think impact wise That gives the notch To Blueprint, to Blueprint. Exactly and So for you Die Hard J fans That's the reason why Blueprint yeah. culturally Was a lot more Impactful the, at, When right. it dropped Facts Reasonable Doubt Was impactful Years after Everybody caught up to it <laughs> right, It's still in, Yeah today Right But Blueprint though from the obvious trends like the sped up soul samples that he started. Made your boy. From here, made yay, made just blaze, you could say. That's true. Um, just, Jay being a little vulnerable on there, some of the shit on there that he's talking about. It's a classic album from front to back. Jay-Z is going to go down as the GOAT, probably, if he's not already there. This is his best project. That gets it in the Hall of Fame without question. I wouldn't be mad if somebody talked me into reasonable doubt. I wouldn't be. I wouldn't just be hot at you for that. But this is the defining moment for Jay. Let's all be honest with ourselves. I, I remember the BET Awards, and he came out in the Jordan throwback with the Jays on, and they played that H to the Izzo. Yeah, shit was crazy. Yeah, people were like, "Oh, what was that Jay song with the Michael Jackson sound?" Oh. people was going crazy waiting on that blueprint. What's your go-to song on there? Oh, my God. You don't know. Sure I do. 
I'm from the streets with a hood to swallow on me. Bullets to follow on me. There's so much coke that you can run the slalom. The cops comb the shit top to bottom. They say that we are prone to violence, but it's home sweet home. With personalities clashing, chrome meets chrome. The coke price is up and down like it's Wall Street home. But this is worse than the Dow Jones. Your brains are now blown all over that brown brome. One slip, you are now gone. That. <laughs> or I like uh, Blueprint 2, Mama song. Like number 12. With the slow beat, with the commercial. You remember he did the commercial for that? Mama raised me. Mama loved Pop, me. Yeah, Pop left me. That bang. Yeah, that's That's hard. probably one of my favorite songs on there. Cam murdered that last week. but That's true. He's here and there. Um, He did Song Cry at the concert, at the On the Run 2 oh concert. God, with another verse on there. They cut the lights off. Everybody Jesus lit their lighters. Christ. I'm glad because they couldn't see me crying. Jeez. Song Cry is amazing. They will never get old. I will be 76 listening to Song Cry. Um, I also would have to say Renegade A lot of people say that M bodied them on there It's not true I beg to differ um, If anything M got him on the first verse though If anything no. if anything is a draw on the M got him on the first verse J got him on the second If that's at worst But anyway the fact that those two Went toe to toe in their peaks In their primes You still got a classic record out of it Blueprint 1 will never get old It'll, It will always be in my top Whatever Facts. To the end of time Little known black history fact Talk to him Jay Z has eight albums That open up with better First week sales Than Blueprint Eight Blueprint was number nine I can see that though Really Well maybe not eight That's a lie Exactly He was number nine At 427 first week Man albums Damn. used to sell First week nigga <laughs> Shit. God That no, was, was September 11, 2001 Here's niggas, some of the ones above it Niggas was in Circuit City nah, Strong man, Give me three copies Give me three of them Yeah three of them J's <laughs> American Gangster went 425 Ah, oh, that barely edged it out Volume three 462 He had the singles Black album 463 Cause he thought that we were, He was retiring Blueprint through Three excuse me 476 New York song with Alicia Keys Magna Carta Holy Grail 528 Samsung deal Yep uh, Blueprint 2 I don't know why that Double went. CD Nah there we go Cheat code Yeah The Dynasty mm. 557 First week God damn I don't remember that That's crazy And His best selling first week album Volume with Annie No no. What? No, the worst album. Kingdom Come? 680, first week. The Budweiser wow. commercial. A Budweiser commercial. 680. Wow. Yeah. I would have yeah. never, I would have been on Jeopardy clueless. Yeah, yeah they would have been like, these niggas don't know shit. <laughs> I definitely would have never guessed the Kingdom Come was the biggest uh, opening J album. But, all right, back to the list. All that right, was man. pretty Some good facts for y'all on Deckers out there. Fifth and final mm-hmm. inductee. Alright, so to set a precedent and make it post and pre something, that album definitely gotta be in the mix somewhere. So Doggy Style. It's an important album, people. Very important album, and we're gonna go back to what we kept speaking about, and that's impact. Snoop, and we talked about this pre show production. Mm-hmm. The first gangster rap superstar. Solo. Solo. You had NWA, you had Dre was a producer slash rapper. You didn't have the rapper who was like people were scared of. Yeah. People wanted to know more. The, myst- the the mystique like overwhelmed people. So he was on the cover of Rolling Stone. CNN was talking about him. Senators trying to ban his music. Yeah. And that 
led to 50 Cent. Shit, that led to Tupac. Yep. And all of the people that you see nowadays when you interview, like, why are you acting dumb like that? Snoop was the first one to do that, to act like he couldn't talk on interviews, to be too gangster to even have a conversation with you. <laughs> Snoop was that nigga in 93. But still, though, the still, like, he still had the magnetic personality. Yeah, and people still wanted to see him. He was still charismatic. You know what I'm saying? He was a little more enigmatic. Well, hold on, how you say that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how to say that. Yeah. But you know what we're trying to say. Had a lot of... Uh, Enigmatic. Yeah, there was whatever. <laughs> it, it was still a little bit of a puzzle to what Snoop and who he was. He had the murder case surrounding him, so he really just didn't trust yeah. a lot of people. But in terms of solo gangster rap superstar, superstar, it was even Snoop. before Pac. Exactly like, what I'm Pac saying. Kind of took that blueprint. Like, oh, he ran shit. with it. He ran with it like a motherfucker. Tough. So yeah, he was the first gangster rap superstar. And if I had to go to some of the albums. It's a dog, it's a dog, it's a doggy dog world, man. Like Snoop videos back then. <laughs> he was killing shit. That was must see TV. Gin and Juice. My favorite song on the album, the first song I learned word for word. I think I learned this song in four days. Never heard the Slick Rick version either. The Lottie Dottie. Lottie Dottie, we likes to party. We don't cause trouble. We don't bother nobody. We're just some niggas who on the mic. And when we rock up on the mic, we rock the mic. For all my dogs, keeping y'all in health. Just to see you smile and enjoy yourself. Cause it's cool when you cause a cozy conditioning. Which we create, cause that's our mission. So listen. Man, that was my shit. <laughs> That was my shit. I remember my grandma coming in with me on it. Like, what the fuck is that you listening to? I remember that Gin and Juice video like it came oh, on yesterday. Man. And they would ride on the handlebars of the video with the, the throw out? With the hockey go, jersey man. on, dude. Snoop was a fucking, is a fucking legend. He's the most popular rapper of all time. That's a fact. I Even though my boy Drake is gaining ground, please believe that. He is. Snoop is the most popular rapper of all time. Everybody knows him from your grandmama to your nephew. Yeah, if you don't know Snoop, you like they all know who he is to this day. Yeah, it, it, it's it's not one. It, it can't be more than like a thousand people in America that don't know Snoop. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it can't be a thousand people in America that don't know Snoop Dogg. At most, yeah. we're being generous with a thousand. Yeah, a thousand is a big number. <laughs> like so, I, we have to give it to him. That kicked off a career that spanned thirty years. Hmm. Still um, going today. It, like you said, yeah, it's a yeah. it's a reason that we have it set as a kind of the point. pinnacle of when rap changed. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it, the reason it sounds the way it does today, if there was a knock, because I know somebody is saying this, all of the songs don't age as well as some of the other projects that we've named. There's maybe one or two on that doggy style that's today kind of sounded dated. Yeah. But for the most part. It add up. It's still, and it, plus it's nostalgia involved too. Yeah, the good still good on there. Absolutely. We yeah. just talked about seeing the video for the first time. I know some people that may be a little bit older than us know about riding to this shit. That is a fact. So it, that's our five, man. Let's let's recap the five albums inducted into the Hip Hop Hall of Fame. Uh, Blueprint. Doggy Style. TM 101. Good Kid, Mad City. 
and all eyes on me. Now, if you are a participant of the On Deck TV Rap Chat on Facebook, we would love to hear your nominations and who you would have put in the Hall of Fame. If you agree with us, let us know. If you disagree, give me your five. Put it up against our five, and we'd love to have the conversation with you. That's where we engage with the fans over there on the Facebook Rap Chat. Also, Instagram, On Deck TV Podcast, and Twitter, On Deck TV Podcast. 100. Now, let's get to this music break. Now, before, Neek Bucks sounded a lot like Neef Buck yeah. from the Young Guns. Formerly Young Chris's partner. Young Chris from the Young Guns has a new mixtape out. No, he don't. Absolutely Like new new Like he still do music he's, Or like new You just came across Like him. new He's promoting just, the fuck Out of this on his Instagram Young Chris got an Instagram Yes Wow We're going to pick a track on here Cause I have to hear What young Chris sounds like Cause everybody said Jay took his flow We're gonna hear <laughs> We're gonna hear What young Chris sounds like In 2018 Let's hear it Every day is Freddie Gray, Mike Brown's a nice town, Trayvon's in the daytime, before you take mine. It's for the dog, need pedigree for the kennel, no degree from Temple, no pad without a pencil, it's mental. Gotta keep some utensils, get gays, the niggas will test you when you keep it too gentle. Sacrifice half my life, down the middle with the splits. Bullets I was biting on, I did most of the writing, I swear you niggas is trifling. Tears, blood and sweat, I'm fighting, they trying to die King, you Tyson. Culinary grams cook like Auntie Mama. Only time you seen grams cook was Auntie Mama. Y'all niggas is anti-trauma. Ain't really into that. Stop confusing the internet. A bunch of weirdos indulging in the whole shit. Lost in the social. The boss is scared to be vocal. A whole circle of yes men and insecure. But I'm guessing long as the string attached, it's another puppet that's stressing. Fools is dizzy. Caught up in 360. Spin it on bust downs. Blow it on V twizzies. See you chumps sitting pretty till they pull up. Come back, make 11 with the titties. That's a hundred. Each drum got 50. Let it sing like Trissy on everybody. Catch your bodies like Nicky. We getting busy, Nicky. Man, that was Young Chris with AO. How you feel about that? I liked it. And me liking that raises a very serious question that I have. Okay. I'm not trying to throw any shade here. I'd love to have a conversation with someone who knows this. Okay. What do rappers like? Young Chris, Young LA, uh, mm. Young Dro, like how did I make a living? Yeah, like the mixtape clearly ain't gonna work for you. Like, do you keep going till you get a hit? Do you try to get artists? Like, how do they continue to make money and call themselves rappers without like being on Love and Hip Hop? Like, like what do they do? Well, this is off his mixtape, The Network Five, right? It's like if you young Chris, what what are your expectations for Network Five? Probably shows. We get shows off this. Where? Delaware? Philadelphia? Oh, Up north. Man. I I, much, I bet if you went and looked at his Instagram, he's probably doing shows. How much he getting paid per show, you think? Not a lot. If you had to guess. Uh, three thousand? Okay. How many shows you think he do a month? <laughs> Four? Twelve thousand dollars a month. That's a living. Huh? And if he was smart that's with his money, that's like I mean, that's like $60,000. Yeah, Have some real estate investments. Okay. Right. I mean, you know what I mean? On yeah, a car I mean, wash. And like I say, I ain't trying to throw shade at all, but I think that that's a good conversation to be had with like rappers that I won't call them washed up or anything. but yeah, just past their prime. Yeah, like they're the past their prime, but they still put out music. You right. Know? So I, I know that that's not as lucrative as it could be to make a living, so I want to know what else they do. But you never know, though. It might be a situation where a young Chris might be overseas, though. You know what I'm saying? They might be a couple yeah. years behind with 
You know what I'm saying? Like with the trends and whatnot, and they he may still be eating off some of them Rockefeller songs. I, I don't know. You right, but I doubt that's his case. <laughs> I can see that for like the locks. You know what I'm saying? Like legacy groups. I can see that for gotcha. Raekwon and, and and Ghostface and people like that, but not young guns. I seen Free Freeway was at um, mm. Jay Z and Beyonce down, down here. Yep. Yeah. Khaled brought out Freeway. Wow. See, you can be getting gigs like that. I wonder how much he paid him for that. See, Khaled probably getting a big lump song, and then he paying, he burying people. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. But shout out to Young. I'm just glad Young Chris wasn't rapping like the Migos. Yeah, I like I'm that. I'm going to be honest. He, he, yeah, all of that aside, he had a good song. <laughs> and if anybody has, like, insight on post-rappers in their career, I'd love to have a conversation with you about it. Yeah, man. All right, man. Let's get to this um, question of the week. What we got? Your man Lil Yachty. Is online selling off his entire Supreme collection. Happy belated birthday to him. Shout out Yachty. Um, he's selling his entire closet, man. Big boy Supreme shit. Big boy clothing brands that he's letting go for the low. He's selling them online on some website, man. It's kind of like an eBay type joint. Why? My question is, why did Dame get called broke when we thought he was selling his shoe collection on eBay? But when Yachty does it, it's cool. Yachty humble. He the guy, mm. He's the guy that told Joe Budden, like, why are you so mad, bro? Like, Yachty is that type of dude. So if you come into him with that energy, oh, you broke this and that, he's not even, in my opinion, going to engage with you about that. That's People true. think that's going to hurt Dame Dash's feeling because Dame Dash is all bravado. A-type personality, coming in the room, he joking on you, he laughing at and with you. So this, the moment there's a chink in the armor, people are hopping on. When they see him going to court, Ah, oh, you broke. You getting sued. You suing people. You got to do. Oh, you broke. <laughs> you ain't got no money. Like people are happy to do that. Well, I ain't gonna say happy, but are quick to do that with Dame because Dame is so outlandish in some of the stuff that he does and says. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, and like you said, people want to see the loud person be silenced. Um, and and Yadi, he's a kid, so I, I don't think anybody's just gonna sit here and rail on a youngster like that. Mm-hmm. And plus. We've not known Yachty to be in financial troubles. Right. And also, too, like Yachty's selling cool shit. True. Dang shit that's selling, hot right now. Dane was selling pro kids. Yeah. You know I mean, Air Force Ones and stuff. It, it, just, it just came yeah. off as like a money grab because some of that shit is old. This shit is current. This shit is popular today. Yeah, Supreme's still popping. It looks like he's just doing something cool for his fans because mm-hmm. his music is... You 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 be on that little Yachty though. Nah, we nah we 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 put Yachty music career in the coffin earlier this year. That's true. Or it might have been actually slick. Might have been last year we did that. QC we said it's over with. Quality control keeping him afloat. Are they him mm-hmm. selling the Supreme is keeping him afloat? Because if we if this wasn't happening, we about to go the whole year without mentioning his name. Yeah, and that's a problem. I mean, he did. Did he do a mixtape or something recently? I think. He dropped something called the Birthday Mix Three with his, mm-hmm. like you said, his birthday and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then I, he had, I think he dropped the album earlier this year, but it just, bro, it came and went, gone with the wind, dog. That buzz is over with, huh? Maybe he need to start rapping, right? Maybe, start, like, maybe he need to stop rapping be for real. He not even like be for real. He can't. Oh no! You said he slick be ripping it though. I did not say. I that. swear, you no. said man, Yanni ripped this no, little no, song no. with. Oh. oh, he did rip the song with. Uh, there is a song that he ripped from Detroit to L.A. with my what's T. Grizzly. Yeah, T. Grizzly. He man. did rip that. I no, ain't gonna lie. He didn't. He did. Y'all go listen to that Detroit to LA, I mean Atlanta and tell me he didn't rip that. Shout out to Yanni though. I like him as a Person. kid. Yeah, you're a cool little kid. Um, let's get to the on deck of the week. Who do we got? We're taking it to iTunes. Shout yeah. out to N. Gooden. 
Uh, he wrote a rating and review, said mm-hmm. dopest hip hop podcast out. That's a fact. I got put onto the On Deck TV podcast about two years ago and have looked forward to it every week since. We appreciate it. Uh, my job causes me to travel a lot, and Spike Lee and Animal Brown are often the perfect companions on these hour long flights. Yep. Uh, every week they bring the current event of the week. And a new topic to dive into. My personal favorite are the new music segments. I often hear new music from people that I've never heard of and some I'll never listen to again. (laughs) And also (laughs) people I haven't heard from in a while. On Deck is one of the best podcasts out and a five-star recommendation. We appreciate that, man. That's real talk in Gooden. Be safe out there in them street. I mean, out there in the air. Absolutely, Travel man. safely and lightly. And all of those songs that you hear that you think suck, Spike Lou picked those. Did not. So you have him to thank. Shout out DP, man, and his boy. <laughs> Who is it DP had on here? DJ Muddy? What's the dude's name? I don't <laughs> forgot homie name. <laughs> From Minnesota? Oh, shit. But nah, man, we appreciate that real talk, man. Good yeah, looking. do, man. You guys go rate, subscribe, and like. That puts us where we need to be in the algorithm of iTunes. Get some more eyes out here, man. Yep. Also, man. Men, do all the stuff that we said for Facebook, IG, Twitter. Congratulations to the Joe Button podcast getting picked up exclusively on Spotify. Some good for them means some good for all, right? You quiet over there? <coughs> no. <laughs> Shout out to them. Yeah. Um, new music. What you got? Boz, Milky Way. J. Cole artist. Uh, the I, fact that I'm I have to aware. say, I was say I'm aware, but does anybody else know who that, that is? That's a problem. I, I'm telling you, when I said this before, J. Cole think that he could do with his artist what he does with himself. So, no promo. I'm just going to put it out, grassrooted. Like, no. Everybody, not you, bro. Put the single out with me featured on it. Get everybody no, talking. He do the beats. Like, no. Nah, bro. I haven't listened work. to it. Uh, one day I will. I'm, I'm not even sitting here like Boz is just like some slaw or nothing. It's not just, cool. I don't care. Yeah, like, <laughs> I just don't care. J. Cole don't do enough to generate attention for his artists. I don't care. Who is, where is he from? Who knows? What does he look like? J. Cole. I don't. Everybody on J. Cole label look like him, <laughs> dress like him. <laughs> like, I just, I, I have no incentive to care about Boz music right now. And, I, and I'm telling y'all, this does not mean he is slaw. I just don't care. I'm not invested at all. And J. Cole, like you said, has to do a better job of getting people invested in the artist to care when they do drop a Milky Way project. Facts. Um, also, E-40, The Gift of Gab. I'm, I'm checking for that. Shout out Earl. I listened to the Earl of some slaw. Man, you don't like E-40. Slam dunk that in the trash. <laughs> you can. don't like E-40 at all. You Shout out Earl, man, putting that work out here. The Gift of Gab, though, he got that from your boy. I mean, even though that's a fir- that's a term. I was going to say, he wrote a book on that. You but he got, he got that from Rocco? From Rocco. Rocco. No. Nah. Where is Rocco, by the way? Where is Rocco? I don't know. He's chilling. He, you know where Rocco at? Counting them future checks. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, he counting that future money, bro. <laughs> Um, he ain't got to do nothing. NBA Youngboy and Kevin Gates dropped a, a little EP. I saw that. For respect. You want to talk about not interested. No, nah, I'm listening. You, you I'm fell not, I'm not. I'm talking about Kevin Gates. You hopped on the NBA Youngboy yeah, train and I jumped got, off. I got out of there. In record time. Yeah, I got out of there. I like um, NBA Youngboy. Yeah, so like um, this Friday, we've got Don Q, Don Season 2. I'm checking that out. He be spitting. He's one of my favorite New York artists. I put you on him. Him and Davies. I put you on him. Both of them. Uh, and Black Youngster Fuck Everybody Too Come out Friday When is Black Youngster Gonna stop rapping And just do the acting thing When is he just gonna go away All together I ain't mad at his personality He's a funny kid Is he Yeah he really You is. follow him on Instagram No but exactly. I listen to a rap radar With him on there Was he I serious got, 
I got like 25 minutes though. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. There's too much. Like, da, 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 da. oh no, I cannot. No, I couldn't. I couldn't do the stuttering. Got to get the fuck out of there. Yeah. How do I wonder how he rap without doing that? I don't know. Maybe mm. he was just excited to do the interview. Nah, he stutters. Mm. But Silk the Shock was well, Silk the Shock a stutter rap too. Drag on used to stutter though. Ah, he did, but he, he rapped stutter when he rapped. That's I mean, we need we need a uh, a, a speechologist. To let us know how that works Whatever that is a Pathologist or Whatever the fuck it's called <laughs> How that work How can you be Someone that Fumbles all over your words And did rap perfectly A uh, black youngster Does not rap perfectly well, he, he raps where you can Understand it yeah. Which I'm surprised at uh, What you got on deck For the weekend I'm not sure, man. I may go to another football game. I'm in my football bag, so high school football it is from here on out. I don't know who I'm going to check out. I'm trying to find out who the best teams in Atlanta are, what games to go check out without getting like shot by the high school kids. Don't get caught up in them cheerleaders. No, nah, no, nah, I ain't doing that. Tell to get to 20. <laughs> I ain't doing that at all. We ain't doing high school cheerleaders. <laughs> <laughs> Leave that up to you, Perv God. Taylor, get your 20. Leave it up to you, Perv God. Why Kelly was not in attendance. <laughs> um, Y'all know good high school football games in Atlanta, man. Let me know. I'm going to check those out. Speaking of football, what I got on deck, I got to finish this last chance. You, I watched season one. The show's so overrated. And it was complete crack. Nah, it's overrated. Season one was <laughs> Fire. I'm late as fuck. Season one was fire. Why, why? It was fire. I, just, I, can't, I don't get it. Like they make to I'm gonna tell you why I don't like it. They make okay. those guys on the team look so fucking helpless. Like they gotta go to that white woman for well, excuse me. They gotta go to that woman for every like pins and pads. Like but that's how students retarded, That's man. how students be, bro. You know, bro, that, they in college, but they playing football, bro. You know that's all that other shit is secondary, bro. It's hard. It's hard for me to digest. Like it's secondary. Like, not, I don't know my schedule. Where am I supposed bro, to be? They've never had to pay attention to that shit, though. That's why they in junior college. Exactly. That's why they act like that's it. That's why I can't watch it. That's why that shit is crack. I'd rather watch. Like I'm. I like. I, I like Coach Snoop. I like That's Friday good. night tights. I would rather see that Liberty City, the new LeBron one that looks good. Yeah. I just think that they giving too much credit to these programs and that lady, like just saviors and they're not. Like half them kids from don't even make it from the last chance you placed it there. One of them dudes from season one played for the Bears. I was tripping though. Really? Yeah, the the quarterback. The really? He played he played corner for the Bears. He was undrafted. Wow. Yeah, I was tripping off it. It's it's good to see. It's, it's real reality TV. Yeah. So that that's why I like it. Like whether there's cameras there or not, that shit go on and motherfuckers need pencils and go in her office and be like, I ain't bring no pencil. That, is true. that shit happens whether there's a camera or not. Yeah. So they manipulating it though. I ain't get that, and I'm an editing motherfucker. And I ain't get that. <laughs> I be, I be peeping at editing shit Cause do, they do be slick with it But I didn't oh. get that right there um, But I do got some more shit to watch Ozark drops Ozark. Friday Come out Friday Season 2 I'll be done with it by Saturday morning I might not go to sleep Friday night I might run night. season 1 tonight <laughs> like Tonight I might run season 1 Real talk That shit is fire um, Until the next time Please do us a favor Leave dope ass comments Like my guy right here Yeah Good morning Oh and in case I don't see you. Good afternoon, good evening, and good night.